This call is your calling and you can't hide from it or ignore it. That passion you have to help people and make a difference isn't going anywhere. You deserve to get paid and paid well doing work you love and changing lives. Everything in your life has led you here. And now we're here to help you figure out how to make your destiny your reality. Welcome to Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast hosted by Inner Glow Circle. IGC is an internationally accredited life coaching school created to take your existing professional skills paired with your life experience and turn it into a six-figure coaching business. We've trained thousands of successful coaches and now it's your turn. Let's get focused, get real, and get you six-figure certified. Welcome to another episode of the Six Figure Certified Coach podcast. I'm your host, Liv Chapman, and I'm doing this episode by myself today. We are just getting back from an amazing level two retreat weekend. We had about 20 students, graduates, trainers, IGC uh, community members and alumni all joined last weekend in Charleston right by the beach for just a beautiful weekend of not only working on our businesses and up-leveling our coaching skills, but really connecting and celebrating one another, which every time I leave there, I'm like, why do we not do this more? So in IGC, our level two program is for coaches who have graduated from our level one program, of course, and also women who have, you know, maybe been coaching for some level of years, but haven't been officially trained, or women who have gone through another coach training program. We've had a lot of women who have taken little courses here and there, so they don't really need the basics, but they want to grow in their coaching skills and grow their businesses and be inside of a community of women entrepreneurs. And so that's what Level 2 is all about. It's open for enrollment uh, for our next start date in November. It's also ICF accredited and up to 125 hours. So you can get your PCC level credential. And anyway, it includes these two retreat weekends. And I'm just getting back from one. And it was so funny for me to be there with all of the other women. And they were reflecting back to me a lot of things that I just say over the years. And I wanted to, well, they actually recommended that I do an episode on kind of, you know, my mantras. And I'm like, I don't really think of them as mantras, but I do feel as though I have rules for myself. Who knew inherently a rule breaker would have rules for herself? But I do. They're they're standards by which I live. You could call them anchor thoughts. I have these anchor thoughts that go through my mind when I'm doing just about anything, or I should say more so when I'm struggling to do just about anything. And so this episode is all about my top three rules for life and business. One of the things I want to talk about first, and I know I have made this reference in other episodes, but If you're hearing my rules and you're like, this is a little bit crazy or how, or like this doesn't make sense. Some of my experience with these rules or anchor thoughts may be a little delusional. And I know if you're anywhere in the social media world, there's so many creators and so much content around this idea of delusional thinking. And I say that I'm (laughs) delusionally thinking all the time. I remember driving down, uh, it's called Bayshore Boulevard in Tampa a few years ago, maybe five years ago at this point. And I'm on a date 
I think it was a first or second date and we're just driving down the street and I'm like, wow, I can't wait until I live there. And the guy was like, huh, how are you going to live there? And I'm like, why would I not? Like, that's my house. And so it is. Right. So, and I just remember him thinking like, why would you ever like, what? It doesn't make sense. And I'm like, I just have chosen to have this level of delusion because when I live in that energy or that vibration, if you want to call it, life just feels a lot better. And it actually puts you in the energy of the things that you desire. We talk about this all the time when it comes to embodying the woman we're becoming. And this is that whole part of manifestation that I think we have this episode, the five steps to manifesting people often skip. People, there's two parts of manifesting people often skip. One is being, right? It's actually being in that energy or acting as if. And the other part is sometimes action. People are like, I want to be a millionaire, but they like literally don't do anything that millionaires would do. So anyway, this idea of delusion had me thinking, you know, I love a good definition. So I'm looking up the definition. So for clarity, the definition of delusion is simply something that is believed to be true or real, but is actually false or unreal. So I am believing a lot of things in my life to be true that I don't actually have real external evidence of. And again, you might say it's crazy. You might say it's delusional, but I can tell you one thing, spending a lot of time and energy in the what I don't have realm is just depressing. So anyway, let's go into some of these rules that I have. And hopefully if they land with you, you choose to adopt them. Don't call them rules if you don't like that. Call them standards of living. Call them anchor thoughts. Call them, you know, rules you live by. I don't know. But here's the first one. I mentioned this a minute ago. One of the ones that I just I say it over and over my head is that's for me. And so it is. And so it is. And this just means that I am creating this level of certainty in what I desire. If I really want something, I just remind myself like, and so it is. And when I operate from this place, I can feel more secure in that thing being for me. Like that huge house on Bayshore Boulevard. I'm just like, yeah, that's for me that's for me. Like that big business, that's for me. The man of my dreams, he's for me. And it's an energy of claiming. So if I'm looking at something in my life that I do not have yet and that I really want, I just ground in that belief. That's for me and so it is. And it helps us to stop subconsciously or internally rejecting the idea or any belief that we may have deep down there that something we desire is not possible. I know many of you listening to this have probably made a vision board in the past or vision PowerPoint or vision Pinterest board. And that's one of those times when I would look at all of that stuff and I'd be like, that's mine. That's for me. And I'd tie it all up with the, and so it is. I just don't believe that we can't have anything that we envision. I actually believe that if you have the vision, it's meant for you. 
So you can borrow that one. You can take it. You can implement it. It can be anything. I mean, I saw a woman with a large Starbucks the other day and I said, that's for me. And I went to Starbucks and so it is. And it's, it can be small practices like that. It can be some type of luxury item if that's what you're into. Anything. For me, it's always been real estate, but whatever you want, it's for you. You wouldn't have the vision if it wasn't meant for you. It's up to you to do something to obtain it. And rest in that certainty and rest in that energy that it's for you. And it feels so good. It feels so good. I I, I much prefer that energy than the energy of deprivation. All right, so number two. I do not get my highest desires. I get my minimum standards. Let me say that again. You do not get your highest desires you get your minimum standards. So this one is also serves as a reminder, as a rule, whatever you want to call it. If you set the bar for yourself really low, it does not matter what your desires are. You are going to get where you set the bar. I referenced this quite a few episodes ago, and I said one of the most demotivating things that happened to me when I first started my business was that I set the bar so low. I set the bar so low at like a couple thousand dollars a month or a few thousand dollars a month that it wasn't even big enough because it wasn't even aligned with what I wanted. So instantly when I got there... I was like, I need more. And what I realized was that wherever I set the bar, that's what I can expect to get. So in business, if we set the bar too low, not only is it like boring and not motivating, but you will see low. I'd rather set the bar insanely high. And I've mentioned this before, especially in our sales course that we have, which also plug for that. The waitlist is open. We'll be announcing new class dates soon. If you go to innerglowcircle.com slash closer, that's one of my favorite courses ever to teach and be a part of, but we talk about that a lot. Like why set the goal so low? Because I would rather never reach a goal because it's too high than reach these little baby goals that aren't actually aligned with my highest desires. My highest desire is not to survive. It's to thrive and have a really big life and big income and big influence and big impact. So why would I deprive myself of that? And why would you? So you have to remember, if you want to get your highest desires, you have to set extremely high standards for yourself first, and then, of course, for those around you. So if I want to be making $100,000 a month, if that is my highest desire, I have to set my standards at that level. What do I expect from myself? What are the expectations of someone who is able and desires to generate that level of income? What is she doing? How is she acting? What is she commanding from herself and from those around her? What do I expect from my team, our contractors, even friends and family and partners and support in my life? The standards have to be that high, but I will say they first have to be that high for yourself. And to start, 
you want to look at what those highest desires are and what standards it will take for you to get there. Also, if you think about relationships, whether it's friends, families, lovers, husbands, wives, partners, any of that, how do you, if you want to have this greatest desire, this amazing friendship with longevity and depth and support and all of that, how do you need to show up? If you want to have an amazing partner and lover and best friend and adventure seeker and power couple or whatever those things are for you. Why would you set the standard so low? And I have to ask myself this question too. And I have to reset the bar again and again to make sure that it actually aligns with what I most desire. Work in progress, but constant reminder. And when you desire something new, which of course is evolving humans and women, we always are, are shifting and evolving and desiring new levels of love and life and success. And we must also make sure that what we are willing to put up with aligns to that desire. Okay? So number one was that's for me and so it is. Number two as I don't get my highest desires. I get my minimum standards. And now for number three. Fear doesn't stop death. It stops life. I don't actually remember where I heard that originally. It's probably a quote from someone, but I have adopted it as one of my life rules. Fear does not stop death. It stops life. Now, obviously or not obviously, I am not talking about walking down the street and being afraid of someone or, or you know, violence. I'm talking about the fear that we have inside of us when we go to do something new or something innovative or something creative or something out of our comfort zone, okay? But the way I see it is that your vision isn't going anywhere. Like I said before, if you can see it, you can have it. You have to believe that for you. There are still a lot of things I can see on my vision board and in my mind that I have not manifested into reality yet, but I have no doubt. Well, I have a little bit of doubt. That's that fear. It's normal to have a little bit of doubt. I have a little bit of worry. I have a little bit of wonder. I have a little bit of, oh, I want to control this more. But the thing about fear is that we just have to choose to be more courageous. Easier said than done. All of these things that I'm saying are easier said than done. And, and I'm sharing with you because there's still active rules that I have to play out in my brain on a daily basis. There are still things that when I am like, oh, shit, I have to recenter myself or reground myself in. But the thing about fear is that it doesn't really stop death. But it does stop you from living. It does stop you from life. And it's not about removing all of the fear. It's about realizing that life comes from living with it and moving through it. The life that you want comes from moving through it. So one of the things that I had read years ago by, I believe it was uh, the late Wayne Dyer, God rest his soul, was something around like pull up a chair with your fear, make it a cup of tea. And I was like, what? But that's how I look at it now. It's like talk yourself through it, be with it. I don't think that we can just shut it out and pretend it doesn't exist. I think that we have to acknowledge the fear. That's why we do things in coaching like the fear clear which I have a video on on TikTok if you want to go and it's at Inner Glow Circle on TikTok and we walk through the fear clear. 
But it's about sitting with the fear, writing it out, talking it out, understanding why it exists, but choosing to live and operate from your highest and best instead. I would say that mostly everything I've wanted from having children to buying a house to, gosh, so many things inside of work and business was on the other side of being scared. It was scary to leave my teaching job and to walk away from a cash bonus that I had received. It felt very scary. It was scary to decide to have children. It was scary to buy my house on my own in the middle of COVID. It's been scary to date again. It's scary to love again. And I know there's this common saying in the coaching industry, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And I just can't even understand that mentality. The only thing I'm ever a hell yes for is like food. (laughs) I mean, what? I overthink everything. But every... A lot of big decisions in our lives, maybe every one of them, may not feel like a full body hell yes in the moment. It does not mean that it's a no. You are a human being having a human experience. So if there is fear involved, if there is some level of doubt involved, that's okay. I remember Samantha saying something, Samantha Sinette, who's been on this podcast before, she's our director of sales and admissions and IGC. She wrote this um, email a couple weeks ago, I think, and she talks about having a 1% belief in herself. And that's how I feel. That's how I felt a lot of the big decisions I make. And I just have to believe that we, many decisions that I have made were decisions that also included some level of fear and doubt. But when I have had at least 1% belief in myself, and I know, even if it's only 1% of knowingness, that there is something greater for me on the other side of making this decision, I've done it. Because that 1% belief can be carried forward, and it can be nurtured, and it can grow But it takes that, like we say, takes that one next step. It takes that baby step. It takes that 1% belief. So the point is, if you have that for something that you want to do, remember that that is what can carry you through to your next level of life. Even if your fear is at 99, life lies in that 1% belief. And anything could happen. Surrender. You know everything's out of control. But we have the power to make decisions that move us forward. We have choice. We can either choose to sit in the fear and stop us from living. Or we can choose life. And so that is my third rule. Fear does not stop death, it stops life. And I use that to remind myself to keep going, 
to keep moving forward, to keep living. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Life is just too precious. If we haven't learned that yet, think it through, learn it. I hope, Hopefully you don't have to learn it the hard way like so many of us have had to. But life is just too precious. And if you trust yourself, if you adopt some of either these beliefs or create your own and anchor in them, ground in them, I promise you that not only will you start to change your life and and things will start moving much more quickly, but you will also enjoy it more. I actually hate having a bad day. I like get mad about having a bad day at this point. This morning, I woke up and I was in a mood. I'm not even going to lie. I got a sick kid home. You probably heard him coughing in the background. He's like not that sick. <laughs> um, but if you know, you know, mom, sometimes you're just like, okay, stomach ache, cool. I don't believe it. But I'm just, it, it's not how I saw the day going. And I'm sitting in the car. We're listening to our like worship music on the way to school because we just can't do the crazy explicit lyrics every day. But I'm sitting in there and I'm listening to this and I'm grounding it and I'm like, wow, I just want to have a good day. I'm going to be mad at my bad mood if I don't turn this around. And it was one of those moments where I sat with my fear and, and fear can also include frustration. Like part of me was scared. I wouldn't be able to get my work done today. I'd be more behind than I was yesterday. I was fearing that I was going to be annoyed by having just more on my plate today than I originally intended. And I sat with that and realized like, I just don't want it to go that way. So this is another time where it's like maybe adopting some of that delusional thinking, like maybe this is the best thing that could have ever happened to us today. I don't see it now. I have no proof that that is real in this moment. But if that's going to get me to the next part of my day and me fulfilling on my commitments to myself and the company and my family is going to get me to the next level, then I would much rather choose that than fear, frustration, and annoyance. So I hope that little moment story blip in time helps you realize that these standards or these beliefs, these anchor thoughts, these rules can actually help you shift your perception at any given time. Big or small, day, night, whether you're just thinking about starting a business or thinking about starting a family or thinking about dating again or any single thing. These can be ways for you to start rewiring your brain or up-leveling your mindset to start seeing better results faster and ultimately just enjoying the ride, enjoying the ride a little bit more. So if you liked this episode or you know somebody who needs to hear it, please feel free to share it with them. And if you have any rules, please come find us on Instagram at Inner Glow Circle and tell us what you think should be added to this list. I'll see you next time. Let's face it, the world needs you and your clients are waiting. This is the year you make it happen and become a six-figure certified coach doing exactly what you were called to do. 
If you loved this episode, give us a five-star review and share it with someone else who's ready to make moves and answer their calling. We can't wait to see you next week and help you make your first or your next six figures as a certified coach. 